Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Unlikable Female Characters, the podcast about women who don't give a damn if you like them. I'm Lane Fargo, and I'm here with Kristen LePianca. Hello. And we're here today to scream about abortion. <laughs> it's Rantapalooza Day. Yes, we were recording this on the same day as our Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial rant, which aired a-, a while ago. We just had a lot of things to get off our chests, and we thought we would scream all at once. Maybe it'll be cathartic, but there's always more things to be angry about so yes. i doubt it <laughs> sad but true sad but true so much rage so much rage so as we're recording this it is late may and it was earlier this month that the supreme court draft opinion that was heard around the world <laughs> was leaked we still don't know who leaked it right. i hope in the future we find out because i'm super super curious yes. But this thing, if you have not read it, and I have not read the whole thing, I've just seen excerpts, is deeply fucked up. It references, like, fucking like, medieval 13th century <laughs> <laughs> documents, which is a great basis yes. for, for laws in 2022. Super, super great. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to strike down Roe v. Wade, which is going to be a disaster I can't even fully comprehend. I've been trying to follow this and be an informed citizen, but every time I read about it, I just get so, like, I get angry, but I also just, I can't deal with this. It's like my brain just shuts it out. Of it's mind. so big that, yeah, yes. it's impossible to look at or think about directly. It's just yeah. so scary and crazy. And for any international listeners or people who may not know the ins and outs, Roe v. Wade guarantees the right to abortion nationwide. Yes. So there are individual states that have laws on the books that protect abortion rights, but they're very dependent on who's in power in that state at any one time. Like right now in Illinois, we have a Democrat governor and he's very dedicated to protecting abortion rights. And we do have laws on the books to do that. But, you know, some conservative asshole gets into power and we're right by Indiana. So they're right there. Yes. I'm here in Ohio where there is no protection for abortion rights at all. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of states have laws that they've passed that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, then immediately it will trigger an abortion ban in that state. And yes. they're all kind of different levels. Some are like, 
if the fetus has a heartbeat and some are like from the moment of fertilization which i'm like what (laughs) that basically outlaws several kinds of birth control i don't even like what the fuck what the fuck yeah and there's all these related possibilities like criminalizing miscarriages depending on the circumstances the hatred that these men have for women is so terrifying and some women too unfortunately they've like bought into this whole system and i will say i've seen a lot of very very valid critique lately from people of color that white women when these things happen we're always like it's like the handmaid's tale (laughs) yeah and it's like the handmaid's tale but the handmaid's tale is like a bunch of shit that has happened around the world throughout history already mostly to women of color and when we say it's like the handmaid's tale what white women really mean is like now it's happening to us which is some bullshit yeah i acknowledge that i think the handmaid's tale is a better reference for those women who are supporting this who are like the commander's wives in the handmaid's tale i feel like that is still a very valid comparison they're supporting this because it benefits them in some way or they think that it does or they don't want to give up like the power of you know whiteness and patriarchy right right even though it's ultimately hurting them. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine having that mindset. I was someone who I was raised in the church. (laughs) (laughs) I went to youth group. I had a true love waits ring and all that shit. I promised to stay chaste until marriage. How'd that go? Uh, Not great. But what's interesting is my mom, who is very conservative and personally against abortion, she's not out there voting based on that. But, you know, that's her personal belief, which uh, to me, that's fine. If you can personally be against abortion, then you just don't get right, one. Exactly. You shouldn't be controlling what other people do. Like, right. That's where the line is. But my mom, even though she's very conservative and I was going to church twice a week and youth group and all this shit for all of my childhood and teenage years, she was very pro birth control. Talk to me about sex. Talk to me about protection. Talk to me about all the different ways to prevent pregnancy and I was on the pill for many years before I actually had sex and I really thank her for that because I didn't get that education at school a lot of people don't right and I think that should be the minimum like if you are anti-abortion you want to reduce the number of abortions you should be pro birth control and pro comprehensive sex ed yes that makes sense that reduces abortions but none of these motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) and that is how you know that it's all about controlling women's bodies not about preventing abortions or saving poor little innocent babies no not at all not at all because if, if If that were the case, they would be the first ones to say, yes, birth control, throw it out to every single teenager in America. But then sluts might have sex and enjoy it, Kristen. You can't have that. (laughs) Cannot have that. (laughs) Can't have the sluts enjoying themselves. No. Ugh. What would happen to society? (laughs) So yeah, I have never had an abortion, but the reason I've never had an abortion is because I had that sex education from my mom. And, you know, since I'm a white middle-class person with insurance, I always had access to various kinds of birth control. I was on the pill for many years, and then I started having really bad side effects from it. So I had a copper IUD, which was terrible. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever had one of those, but it's not fun. You have cramps, like, all the time. Oh, no. On a random Tuesday, Hmm. it's just cramps. But I didn't want to get the hormonal one because, well, for a couple of reasons. One, because I think the the hormonal pills had been giving me side effects and I didn't want to have hormones in my system. But also because the hormonal IUDs stop your period. And because I was having sex with a man, I need to know every month that I'm not pregnant. (laughs) So I would have been taking pregnancy tests every month because I just had to know. (laughs) I'm genuinely like terrified of being 
pregnant. It's something I've done everything to avoid. But if I got pregnant, which like I have my tubes tied now and we can talk about that more in a minute because that's like a whole thing, but I have my tubes tied and it has a 99% effectiveness rate. But I know women personally who have gotten pregnant, it's usually ectopic, but who've gotten pregnant with their tubes tied mm. and if it's a topic, you have to get an abortion or you die, right. you know, spoiler. But um, <laughs> if I somehow got pregnant with the tubal ligation, you bet I would get an abortion immediately. I wouldn't even have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same. I haven't had an abortion. Luckily, there are no men near me anywhere. Congratulations. Thank you. I, you have made the right choice. I in your really life. have. But yeah, if I was in that position, absolutely. That's what you should have the choice to do, mm-hmm. Period. Period. That's it. People do a lot of talking about like, oh, in cases of rape or incest or the life of the mother is at risk. And obviously, yes, abortion should be allowed in those circumstances, but they should it should also be allowed because you don't want to be a mother for whatever reason, because you don't have enough money, because you don't have enough time, because you already have a bunch of kids to take care of or you don't want a kid ever like me. I do not want a kid. It is like the most horrifying thing I can think of. Sometimes I see plots on a TV show where there is some woman who's just like, longing for a baby and i think to myself i'm so glad that i have never once felt that no i've never never felt, felt that part of the reason i got my tubes tied though was i had heard a lot of women say that they didn't want kids and then they turned 30 and the biological clock or whatever kicked in and then all of a sudden they did and i was like oh we're out smart we're <laughs> gonna shut the whole thing down it's over because yeah. i would be a shitty mom like real bad yeah i can barely <laughs> take care of myself i'm very selfish and invested in doing whatever i want to do at all times so same <laughs> same yeah we're good moms to pets we have rescue yes, pets yes. we take care of them we write books we have great and full lives but like nope, nope. i would scar a child for life it's too bad because nate would be a really good father but he picked me so <laughs> so that's on him <laughs> that's on him that's on him he said something when all this stuff from the supreme court was coming out we were talking about like oh god what if abortion was completely illegal and he was like, what would we do if you got pregnant? And I'm like, if abortion was completely illegal, what makes you think you would ever come inside me ever again? <laughs> like, never. Never. Ever, ever. Never. Like, on the tits forever because I'm not risking this. <laughs> These are the things you have to think about when you're having sex with men. Ugh. I'm so sorry to expose you to this. I mean, I feel very good about my current life situation and the men not being near me. Yeah. That's for sure. Congratulations. Honestly, just like congrats. But as far as my tubal ligation, so had thought about it for a while. The IUD was making me miserable. Like I said, cramps all the time. No fun. And I knew that I didn't want kids ever. And the reason I got an IUD instead of Nate getting a vasectomy, he would have if I'd asked him. But at that point, he was like, well, maybe someday I might want a kid, but I don't think so. And we were like, "Okay, well, if you decide later that you want a kid, we will get divorced. Since then, he has worked at a science museum for over a decade and he does not want children at all anymore. (laughs) Now he's good. He's he's good. (laughs) Surrounded by screaming children all day. He's like all set. But because of that, and because this sounds weird to say, but it felt like my body being fertile was something wrong with it that was just not something I wanted. So I loved the idea of shutting that whole thing down. And I honestly have not regretted it for a second. But I was so lucky to find a doctor who was willing to do it because that's extremely unusual. Even women who have multiple kids, they'll ask for tubal ligation and the doctor is like, what is your husband think? And sometimes the husbands have to sign a waiver or you have to go to counseling. It's some bullshit. 
So I did all this research and I found this female doctor in Chicago and I went in and I was ready to argue my case. Like, <laughs> I didn't have a PowerPoint, but that was the energy I was bringing to this interaction. <laughs> yeah. And I went in and within a minute, she was just like, yeah, okay, you seem like you know what you want. So here's how it works and we'll schedule the procedure. And I kind of was like, wait, what? And she was like, oh, did you think we were going to argue? No, you seem really sure. It's fine. You're like, but my slides. <laughs> my slides. <laughs> my bullet points, ma'am. <laughs> But that is such an uncommon experience, like even in big cities, because I was only 28 and, you know, childless, obviously. So I was very, 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 very lucky to be able to get that done and to have insurance. It was free, basically. And I have never, ever regretted it. Like there has not been like an instant of my life. Yeah. That, like, it's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Truly. True self-care right there. True self-care. Yes. So I wish that that option was available to more women, or I should say people with uteruses. I don't want to be ex exclusionary right, here, right. but people who can get pregnant, it should be an option. There are a lot of things you can do in life that you might regret later, like having a kid. Right. <laughs> people think that's okay, but they're like, oh no, you might regret it. Or what if you end up with someone who wants kids? And it's like, well, right. <laughs> then we'll, we'll have a conversation about it. It's... And sometimes it just doesn't work out. <laughs> right. It's very creepy how it's held up as the universal experience of being a woman. Like, you are fertile, you want babies, it's your job to have them. If you don't want them now, you'll change your mind. I, I don't understand how that is such an ingrained belief still. I don't either. And beyond that, the idea that if you get pregnant, you just have to deal with the consequences and carry the child to term and give birth. I mean, in a country where we don't have universal health care, not even like good health care, I have friends who've given birth with insurance, full benefits, all that shit, and they owe thousands yes. and thousands of dollars to the hospital. And it's life-threatening. It changes your body permanently. It, it's not just like, oh, nine months and then you're done. It's this huge thing with consequences, financial, emotional, physical, and if someone doesn't want to go through that, they shouldn't have to fucking go through right. it. Like, plus, if they really cared about children and babies, then there's nothing worse than being a kid who's abandoned or you could tell that your parents didn't want you. You're just like setting them all up to be traumatized. Yeah, there's literally nothing to take care of all of these precious angel babies once they are born. <laughs> Our country is garbage for providing access to child care, health care. Maternity leave. Yeah anything literally anything we're running out of formula right? like, <laughs> my god can, can we have a more on the nose metaphor for this situation oh my god and the fact that this opinion was leaked right before mother's day and then the next week everyone's talking about the formula shortage and i'm just like what is going on again like where is the asteroid yes we deserve it we need to welcome it <laughs> it's bad I remember when I was in middle school, for a time, I was like, I'm going to be the first female president. That was a goal of mine. That's adorable. I love it. And my friend Katie was like, oh, I'll vote for you, but only if you outlaw abortion. <laughs> and I was probably like 12. And I went to a Catholic school. But at the time, I remember thinking, I cannot do that. Good for you. Because when I was 12, I was still deep in that evangelical life. And I probably would have been like, of course, I'll outlaw abortion. It's murder. <laughs> <laughs> Even at that time in my life where I certainly would have been like, well, yeah, abortion is bad. I still could not be like, but no one should ever be able to have one. I find it really confusing 
when people do the whole except in rape or incest or the health of the mother whatever as you said of course you should be able to get an abortion in those situations but that sort of undermines their central argument either it's murder or it's not yeah (laughs) it doesn't make any sense their own arguments don't make sense No, and they do a lot of scare tactics things where they talk about partial birth abortion, like they're yanking the baby out and stabbing it into its little head. (laughs) Partial birth abortion, late term abortions are almost exclusively for women who wanted this child and there's some horrible medical complication and they have no choice. It's not like... Someone was like, I thought I wanted a kid, but I changed my mind. I, so I, let's just stop I it. got almost to the end <laughs> and I changed my mind. So please just like suck its brain out. Or when people talk about like, oh, people are using abortion as birth control. <laughs> like who? What? It's fucking expensive and painful, I assume. Yeah. And also, if you really believe that, maybe you should make it easier to get birth control. But then the sluts will enjoy <laughs> themselves. Ugh. Can't have it. Cannot have it. (laughs) (laughs) The sluts have to deal with the consequences of their actions, but the men don't have to. No, the boy sluts don't have to. Only the girl sluts. Yeah. Are there boy sluts? Is that a thing? (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) They're just boys being boys. This world. I like that argument that makes the rounds every time this comes up about how men should have to get vasectomies when they are young and then get them reversed if they prove themselves to be responsible. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you're making some points. (laughs) I don't really think we should do that, but as an alternative to what's going on now, I could accept it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Fucking men. Just. Yeah. (sighs) Gross. You've really made the right choice. Yes. You don't have to worry about birth control. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) that's the life. Yeah. Nate and I were even talking about he might get a vasectomy now because i'm like it's only 99 percent effective my tubal ligation we need more <laughs> i am so scared of being pregnant uh. i mean it would be the worst thing yeah i went through this phase around the time we were first married we were talking about like oh maybe we could have one kid and i was like i've never wanted kids so i'm really gonna think about it so i did a lot of research because that's how i think about things <laughs> i read more about birth and pregnancy and it was like the worst horror movie you know it's supposed to feel beautiful and life-giving and whatever and like if you feel that way about it great but that's not for me (laughs) Um, and I remember having this whole conversation with Nate where I was like did you know that you can like tear down there and then you can like shit on the table when you're giving birth and he was like yeah my mom told me that and I was like why didn't you tell me (laughs) yeah when someone told me yeah everyone shits during childbirth I was like what Mm -mm. My mom had a C-section, so I don't think she had that beautiful life-giving experience. She had an emergency C-section. Like, she started hemorrhaging and had to be put completely to sleep. She was rushed into the ER and this whole thing. So, yeah. I mean, no big deal. Just, you know, (laughs) nine months and then whatever. Like, leave it at a gas station. Nine months, (laughs) then emergency surgery. Then, of course, you should have to deal with that no matter what. Are you kidding me? I don't understand. Yeah, it's control. It's about controlling women. And it's also about keeping people like impoverished, yes. keeping people in a cycle of poverty so they can't, you know, rise up against capitalism, which you know, the older I get, the more of a socialist I am. Yeah, the more I'm just for like, sure. fuck capitalism. For sure. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to get more conservative as we get older? Yeah, that's, that's not, not happening. happening. Generation. No, because no. everything is so bad. So bad. The worst. Yeah. So it's a really scary prospect that this legislation that's been out there for like almost 50 years 
standing in the way of all of the terrible impulses of the, the petty Republicans who might be in power in each state, without that protection, you might be in a situation where half the states in the country have just outright banned it or yeah. more. It's weird, too, because you can see how it could potentially change a lot depending on who's in power and how bulletproof they've written their legislation. It's such a mess. Such a mess. And all the people in Congress, there have been various times when they could have made this into a federal law and they didn't want the heat, basically. They just weren't bold enough to do it. And now it's this emergency. And of course, they're not going to be able to because of Joe Manchin, who's actually a Republican. Fuck you, Joe Manchin. Fuck him. So what can people do? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We should shout out favorite local charity organizations. One I want to shout out that's in my area in Chicago is the Midwest Access Coalition. They help arrange transport and a place to stay and that kind of thing for women who are coming into Illinois um, or traveling around the Midwest to find abortion access. I think generally that's the best organization to give your money to because they're on the ground doing the work. Here in Ohio, Women Have Options is an organization that's good to support. And definitely, I think anything that is about access and education around access and providing the ability for people to safely get abortions no matter where they're located like this is not something where call your reps is going to matter a lot the supreme court is fucking scary and you can't call them and tell them don't do it it's not (laughs) like that we should talk about though there have been protests going on specifically at brett kavanaugh's residence and he's very upset and some of his own neighbors were organizing (laughs) the protests which i think is hilarious that is amazing I know it's probably a bad precedent to go harass public officials at their place of residence, but the idea that Brett Kavanaugh is having a bad day and looking <laughs> out and seeing all these people angry at him out of his living room window or whatever just brings a spring to my step and a smile to my face. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to feel bad for him. Sure is. <laughs> I've seen a lot of rhetoric that's like, "We this is why we need to vote. And it's like, we did. Right, we voted. <laughs> we voted. It fucking sucked. It fucking sucked. And I'm worried that especially a lot of younger, more idealistic voters who haven't been crushed by reality and just everything being so horrible the way that people our age and older have, this is really going to turn them off of the Democratic Party, which, yes, the Democratic Party fucking sucks. They're useless. But like the alternative is so much worse. So until we have a better alternative, we have to vote for them. Like that is what we have to do. Yes, we have to keep like signing ourselves up for this and smacking ourselves in the face and voting for them because like the idea of voting independent is just useless useless i wish it wasn't i wish that we had more parties that were viable obviously that would be amazing but that is not the situation so it's like yeah democrats or handmaid's tale right (laughs) and it's really frustrating and scary to look at the supreme court because in a vacuum in a perfect world. There's something very pure about the idea that the Supreme Court is not about deciding what's right and wrong. It's about deciding whether or not something violates the Constitution. There's something good about that, because it should not be about this kind of stuff, like politics at all. But of course, yeah, they're engineering this because they decided first, here's what we believe. Now let's figure out a way to argue it. And that is not the point of the court at all. That should no, not be happening. Donald Trump, Donald Trump got to pick three of yep. them. 
And now we're all fucked. Now we're all fucked That's, for a generation. We don't even have time to talk about Clarence Thomas. Oh! <laughs> My God. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm depressed now. I know. <laughs> but yeah, support your local organizations that help women get abortions i'm really glad that i live in a state where these things are protected but even those of us unless you're in like california i feel like you're pretty safe out there but all the other states i feel like it could just turn on a dime and that's why we need a federal law protecting it because this should is something that should be a woman's private decision that she makes with her doctor it's a medical procedure there should be no (laughs) government interference in this And it's the same people who think it is violating their rights to have to wear a mask (laughs) for five minutes. Yes. They want to force women to give birth. The the audacity of that belief. The audacity. It's just like, what? (laughs) Wear a mask for five minutes. Carry a baby for nine months. Have a, a painful, potentially dangerous medical procedure. And then have a kid for 18 years that you have to take care of. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But wearing a mask violates their personal autonomy and their rights. And it's their body. Their yeah. It's just sure. unfucking real. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Asteroid. Please, please come. come. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Asteroid, we deserve you. That's it for this episode of Unlikable Female Characters. Don't forget to subscribe, and you can also follow us on Twitter at UnlikableFCPod for updates, book recommendations, and angry feminist rants. Our website is unlikablefemalecharacters.com, and we're also on Instagram at unlikablefemalecharacters. Thanks for listening.